So brothers and sisters, I hope you enjoyed that worshiping. And if you sang with the Spirit, I know God will bless you for it. Amen? Amen. So today is a new day and tomorrow's going to get better. And that's because you and I know that we have Jesus, Yeshua, inside of us, working out our salvation. Amen? Amen. Now sometimes you may hear me say Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. All right? All right. So now, if you brought your Bibles today, please turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 24. And the disciples want to know from Jesus about the future events that are going to happen prior to him coming for his church. And so we'll start reading from verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceive you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations will rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Amen? Amen. So now we're going to read the second passage that will tie the first one in with this passage. So we'll go to the book of Revelations, chapter 6. And we'll read 1 through 7. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. And when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth. And that people should kill one another. And it was given to him a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quarter wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius. And do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. And so I looked, and behold, a pale horse. 
And the name of him who sat on it was Death. And hell followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beast of the earth. Now, brothers and sisters, as you know, the book of Revelation talks of the future, and we are in the future, 2,000 years after Jesus came to die for your sins and mine. And this is the time that Jesus was predicting when he told the disciples of the things to come, the beginning of sorrow. And that's where we are right now. It's a precursor of Jesus coming for the church and ultimately the day of the Lord when he brings wrath on this earth for all the unbelievers and sinful people in the world. Yes, after that great tribulation that we are not appointed to, brothers and sisters, praise God, because we are His chosen people. Many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called to the ones that go to the altar and ask Jesus to come in their heart. But not all are chosen. Some fall by the wayside. Some get choked by the weeds. But the ones that follow Jesus, that obey the Lord, that try their earnest to please God and do His will, to serve Him, those are the chosen. And those are the ones that God protects. Amen? Amen. So do not worry about these things that are going to happen and are happening. Because if you're his, Jesus is inside you working out your salvation. And you have a guardian angel protecting you, brothers and sisters. Yes. But if you fall into perpetual sinning, that means to sin the way you did before you were saved. As the scripture says, if you willfully sin after you've received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Well, that sacrifice was Jesus dying on the cross for you and me. And so what happens is God will take that guardian angel away from you. You won't be protected when pestilence comes. We have COVID-19. We have a virus that is killing off people. Some people get it and don't die. You know, he chastens the ones he loves. So if you are one of these chosen people, but you've backslid, you know, he doesn't want to lose any of his sheep. And he chases the ones he loves, and so he can give you that virus, but it isn't going to kill you. It's to wake you up. You examine yourself, and you say, whoa, whoa, Lord, right? I want to get right with you. I want to get close to God. I want to get back in your kingdom. Get on the right track. And you make those changes. And he doesn't take your life. Yes. You understand. But if you've fallen away deep into sin. Perpetually. That guardian angel will be taken away from you. 
So when the pestilence hits, and we got more coming, as it says, it doesn't say one pestilence, and hunger, famine, we have famine today, but it's going to get worse, brothers and sisters. And what? It predicted the sword, right? A war. A major war is coming. Coming. It's not the end of the world. Remember, it's the beginning of sorrow. It's a precursor prior to the great tribulation. It's going to be a great war coming. Yes. Many people are going to die. But God told me today, the Holy Spirit told me this morning, He wants to take the church up as a whole. Yes. And I looked up in the dictionary what whole means. It means without injury, without harm. Yes, in its entirety. So he's going to protect his own through these war, pestilence, and famine. If you're his and you're walking for Jesus, you are emulating Jesus, brothers and sisters. Do not be worried. He will protect you because he's going to take the church up, the virgin church up, because we are not appointed to the wrath, which is the great tribulation. So when all these things happen, do not be troubled as the, the scripture said in Matthew. They all have to happen before the end. And you need to be right with God and he will protect you through it. Amen? Amen. But brothers and sisters, if you're not right with God, you need to get right. You need to do it now. Yes, don't wait. Or if you're not a believer, you haven't given your life to Jesus. You don't want to change yet. You need to now. Don't wait. Because God can take you just to take you. He can take up the church and you are left behind. And I'm telling you right now, anyone that is left here for the great tribulation it's going to be hell on earth. And you don't want that. No. So get right with God. Or you could get hit with a nuclear bomb. We're in that age, brothers and sisters. War is not going to be like the war it used to be. So you got to get right with God. And you got to do it now. So if you want to make that mature decision, that life-changing decision, or you want to come back to the kingdom, you haven't been living right, then bow your heads with me and repeat after me a prayer of repentance, brothers and sisters. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. We thank you, Father, for sending your only begotten Son to be incarnated in human form to die on a cross for me. To redeem us back to God. For remission and forgiveness of sins, Lord. And I ask you to please forgive me for my sins. And I ask you to please help me to renew my mind. Take this carnal mind away from me. And please renew this, this heart, this stony heart of mine. And replace it with a pure loving heart, Lord. 
And please fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Help me to repent genuinely in my heart. Help me to make the proper changes I need to make. To please you and do your will, Lord. And when I am worthy in your eyes, Father, to receive the Holy Spirit, please fill me with the Holy Spirit and write my name in the book of life. Dear Father, you will always be done, not mine. I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Now, brothers and sisters, if you said that prayer, it's like you made an oath. Just like if you married a woman, right? You say an oath. Well, you made an oath to the Lord to repent. Acts 2.38 says, Be baptized in the name of Jesus and repent and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And repentance is to turn from your sinful ways. And you've got to do that by making proper changes in your life. The first thing you need to do is get rid of evil company that will cause you to sin. If you've been hanging out in the bars and drinking, you need to stop. If you have a girlfriend and she's married, you've got to stop. Whatever causes you to sin, you've got to get rid of it. He tells us it's better to pluck out your eye, go to heaven with one eye, than to go to hell with two. He uses that extraordinary, excruciating, painful thought to let you know how, how important it is to get sin out of your life. Now, brothers and sisters, he knows that you're not perfect. And he knows you're going to sin. Only Jesus was perfect, walked earth. But you are going to better yourself in Christ. And you need to better yourself to be worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. Not everyone receives it at the same time. A younger person will receive it quicker than an older person because they have less bad habits to break. But once you do receive, now you're really going to get better for the Lord because the Holy Spirit has power. There's power in the Holy Spirit to help you walk with God. Amen? Amen. And any time the devil tempts you, you rebuke him in Jesus' name. And he will flee. You cannot stand the word Jesus. And if you're working towards getting that Holy Spirit and the devil tempts you, you sing worship songs and he will flee. You can't stand it. Or read the scripture, quote the scripture, he will flee. You cannot stand it. And you just say, Jesus, 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 and he will flee. Do you understand and do it right away. And if you don't have a Bible, get one. You've got to read the Holy Word, the truth, every day. You need that spiritual food. It will keep you close to God. And it's how we know to please Him and do His will. If you don't do His will, you can't please Him. And the only way to know how to do His will, brothers and sisters, is to read the truth. The Bible. The whole Bible is complete. 
The Old Testament predicts Jesus. The old law was to point us to Jesus. And the new covenant is Jesus who died for your sins and mine. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Praise Yeshua. Amen. We are washed with the blood of Jesus. Sealed for the day of redemption. Amen. Amen. So I can't wait to be faced with my Lord and Savior, Jesus. Oh, I can't wait for him to come for the church. How about you? Are you ready? Be ready, brothers and sisters. Get close to God and he will protect us through this fire that we're all going to go through. And get your family right with God. There's no family in the world today that's perfect. It's very unfortunate because people are going to die around you because he is going to take some people and the people he's taken first are the people who claim to be Jesus' followers, but they're not. Because the bad people, the people who are heathens, do not follow Jesus, do not believe, are so immoral that reason why God is coming are here they are appointed to the wrath, to the tribulation. God's going to keep them here and punish them during that tribulation and then punish them in hell. Yes. Brothers and sisters, get right. Get right with God now. And he will protect you. And you all have that guardian angel if you're saved today. So be confident. Do not worry. Right? But, but help your brothers and sisters. You got to love your neighbor as yourself. So if you, your Holy Spirit is tugging on you to bring somebody to Christ or give them a testimony or just encouragement, brothers and sisters, do it. Do it today. Get them right. All right? So today is a new day and tomorrow's going to get better because we got God, Jesus inside of us, working out our salvation. Amen? Amen.